Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I am Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check out our website at arcadiacognorati.com or by following us on Facebook at HBPRA. Please help support the show by checking out our Patreon site where for just a few dollars you can have access to all kinds of episode extras, videos, and short tutorials that are updated weekly. Just click the link in the episode details that says support the show and we'll take you directly to that site. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. On today's episode, Greg and I are talking about the importance of understanding the context surrounding our observations. This includes all of the information we take in on a daily basis, whether that's from a news article, a conversation we overheard, or a Facebook post from one of your friends. We cover a number of topics today, including confirmation bias, how our ego processes information, and the difference between context and perspective. We also talk about some of the ways that we personally deal with these issues, and we go over some basic strategies on how you can get better at filtering through the massive amount of information you are bombarded with on a daily basis. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Let's put one in the can. What do you think? Yeah, let's let's go ahead. You haven't heard that before, have you? So since we are recording and we attempted to go live and it didn't work, oh well, uh, if those of you listening, we are not live on this one, but uh, hopefully we'll be soon again. So today uh, we are going to be talking about the general uh, concept of what we're going to talk about is is context. And right. what I mean by context is that um, all, like we always say, right, all observations that you make, I don't care what it's about, uh, has to be put into some sort of context, some framework, right, uh, in order to understand how relevant that is, right, what it actually means, what that, what, what the observation actually means to me at this given place in time, right? I mean, I guess that would be a, a, a loose sort of definition of it, but uh, meaning we see a lot of stuff in the news, uh, whether that's about um, uh, historical perspectives, uh, bringing up things that people said uh, a long time ago, uh, talking about uh, different, like, for instance, uh, statues being torn down, uh, people that have done great things before in the past or present, but may have, maybe have not lived up to what we consider to be a, a good behavior in today's standards. That's a that's a very uh, mm-hmm. uh, easy way of saying it. Um, but it gets into a lot. And and what happens if we don't put our observations into context? We can we we're more likely to jump to an unreasonable conclusion. Right. And so this doesn't have to be about history or anything. This just has to be every day in my environment. Right. We talk about HBPRNA, human behavior pattern recognition analysis, reading humans, uh, human behavior profiling, uh, situational awareness, whatever everyone's calling it. Right. That's what we do. So it, it always starts out with um, what we always call establishing a baseline. Right. So every observation we make has to be compared to something. So anytime anyone's ever said, hey, that seems odd or that's different, you're actually comparing that to some known that you have, that you've experienced, whether that's an objective or subjective experience or uh, knowledge base or whatever it is, you're comparing it to something. And that's why uh, what's normal for some people uh, it, it would, someone else might consider that extreme or unnormal. So 
I'm trying to keep it vague for the purpose of that, right? just right here at the beginning, right? And we'll, we'll jump into what this means. But I just want to get a good definition of what we mean by putting things into context. And, and so, Greg, I know you might have something to add to that, but that's, that's generally how we discuss it in class, right? One, one day I'm going to say, I have nothing... I have nothing to add. <laughs> just, just throw me, so, just leave me hanging. No, no I'm good. I, I have nothing. I, I, if it was live, I would have. No, uh, so, so here's a, a perfect example. Listen, I'll street it, Brian, because, because sometimes science, you got to go down to the street so yeah. people clearly understand what the topic is. So I am within earshot of an argument, and the argument is vociferous, and it's in public, and therefore I am requested to put in my two cents. Why? Because if you're going to have an argument like that in public and you're going yeah. to be that stupid, you're, I'm going to chime in. Well, okay? you're, you're also, if you're having that argument or discussion in public in front of other people, you're, you're, you're opening up the floor. That's Precisely. not a private conversation. Just, just like a right. phone call. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, like if you're in public and you're talking to your phone, you heard the other part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, you're welcoming me into your conversation. That's right. the way I look at it. Right. So the, and it just happens to be a female. I do not give a shit about color, about gender, about associations. Everybody is good in the hood. I'm all good with everything. I'm down to clown, as they say. And so all of a sudden, the argument that's going on is about uh, uh, the six foot rule. And so the argument is, I'm not going to put my mask on because it's, it's hoodoo science, you know? And then the other person says, well, you know, it's my store and, you know, yeah. we have standards. And then the uh, person that adds in on that says, hey, listen, you're in Colorado. And Governor Jared Polis did that. Well, that's not a law. It's an act. You can't do that. To, right, right. You can't enforce so it. Right, right, actually, right. Brian, this is two two days ago now uh, happening in a public place. My throat hurts because I'm yelling, you're stupid. Uh, uh, you know, get off that ship because it's going to crash. The idea was that the person that was the scientific brain of the group said, and where did they come up with six feet? Why wasn't it 10 feet? Why wasn't it four feet? Okay, so rule number one. COVID's scary, so we're not acting normally in the clinical sense. <clears throat> Two, we've got a lot to lose, and screw us if we have to look up something or read something or go to a scientific test. If one of the recent politicians didn't say it, if some celebrity in Hollywood didn't say it, I ain't going to find it. You get what I'm trying to say? Right. So then the idea was, I said, well, the uh, ma'am, the six-foot rule comes from nasal droplets. And what they think is if you expectorate or you drop something out of your nose, even propelled by a sneeze, it's going to go on an average about six feet and then drop to the ground and then decay. So the idea is that if you're wearing a mask, the mask will severely limit the ability for those nasal dro droplets to protect to project at six feet. But the mask isn't enough. So the mask plus that distance would probably double your chances of avoiding a catastrophic incident. And she turned to me and she said, F you, what do you know? And it's like, <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I, I parted the clouds and let some sunshine on this shitty argument. Right. And because I was, I had the unmitigated gall, Brian, to add facts or uh, a basis of science to her argument, what happens is confirmation bias now sizzles. It gets hot and we have a denialist that needs attention. And this is the root. Stop for a minute because people call it fake news. It, okay. it, it's not that fake news is not a really good thing. I, uh, I call well, your attention. That's a, I've, I've, yeah, I've always hated I mean, that the term. term. Yeah, the yeah, term yeah. is wrong. It, 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 so, so just like social distancing, yeah. we argue terms because words mean a lot. Words so, have a lot of meaning. 
a huge, huge impact on how our society and the fabric unfolds or, or binds and is tight. I, I draw your attention back to Benning. We are Benning doing Fort, uh, Fort, Fort Benning. Benning. Yeah, we are doing T3s yeah. in Georgia for units about to deploy so they could carry our knowledge forward. The program I wrote, they were going to be able to do it. And Brian, you were right there with me arm in arm with Shelly and some of the other incredible. Sho- Shona Bashona. Hey, Shona Bashona. And, and the idea was that while we were, were imparting that knowledge down there, we would assign homework to every assignment conceivable and teach facts. And you had to come up because we wanted to promote critical thinking. Uh, enough monkeys, enough typewriters, somebody's going to write the Magna Carta. Right. We wanted a person that was up in front that understood the information that was on that slide so they could uh, share it and relate it in their own way with any a number of people. And the people would go, oh, I got it. So we restricted and said, when you look up information, you got to cite your sources and you can't use, and don't sue me and nothing against it, but you can't use Wikipedia. And people objected. They go, what do you have against Wikipedia? I have nothing against Wikipedia. But Wikipedia uh, is second. Well, uh, it's now it's now second or third from Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Anybody can write can a conclusion, it. and you can edit it, and you can add stuff that's not necessarily fact. And what I, we I will say in defense of Wikipedia, if the sources they list at the bottom, you may then go into and read, right? But it should have a disclaimer before you read that first sentence saying, be advised, this is a site where a lot of people can put their thumb on the yeah. scale. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Because, because you and I both, and, and I, I know everybody in the scientific community, we do peer review. Uh, in addition to peer review, we cite our sources. In addition to citing sources, Brian, we check different sources. We're not going to just latch on because this person's a published author because you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. There, there were certain hate groups that are, I'm sure, claimed to be published authors as well. So right. what I'm getting at is, is when they say fake news, what they're doing is they're invoking facts that aren't uh, 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 in existence. They're uh, invoking facts that are opinion-based, and now we're acting more like a lawyer than a scientist and that's what i object to do you see what i'm saying um actually i want to get to that specific um you know i gotta write that down but actually one of the things you just said with acting more like a lawyer than a scientist is probably the perfect analogy for how these arguments go and, and, and how it got started, right? Well, yeah, yeah, what do you mean? Like We uh, want to win a side, Brian. We right. don't, don't want to cite the example and go, wow, that's a reasonable conclusion. What we want to do is go, so there, like on debate team. Well, you know and this is mean? this is why, you know, you they make they, you know, they make movies about the, you know, uh really successful, sexy, wordy lawyer, not the yep. really successful, sexy, wordy scientist, right? Because yep. the scientist has to say, look, Here's what I can prove. Yes. That's it. This has been proved over and over. So likely what I'm seeing here means this based on the artifacts and evidence support of a reasonable conclusion and the historical knowledge that we have of this event thing, whatever it is. Right. But with a lawyer gets to come in, whether you're a perfect prosecutor or a defense attorney. Right. Yep. You get to sit here and go, all right, I can interpret this law and what happened and make it fit something. And, and the, the other reason why the lawyer example is a perfect analogy is because think about a defense lawyer, a defense attorney. They don't need to prove that they're they're, they're suspect that they're uh, um, uh, would client client. Thank you. They're client. I don't know. You've, lost you've been in that chair. What did you call yourself at that time? Will the defendant please rise? Here <laughs> yeah. I am. Sorry, I'm used to being called the defendant. So exactly. Uh, so the lawyer doesn't have to prove that his client didn't do it. Right. They nope. just have to. They just have to establish doubt in the jury's mind. 
And it doesn't have to be doubt. It has to be reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt. And which is reasonable is a hugely important word. Yes. Because you have peers, and those peers are going to discuss it, and they're going to go, yeah, it sounds good to me. Do you get what I'm saying? That's such a, uh, it's a wonderful because our democracy is built on that theory, Brian. Yes. But it's also like, uh, uh, I always vote for the bench trial. Why do you do a bench trial? Because the judge looks at the facts. Right. Jury doesn't have to look at shit. They, they, you, can, you understand they want to hear a story. Humans, just like you. Now you tell a good story. They might vote for you. They might not. Well, and that, that's, that's, that's a, that's a one. That's a great example of that. Yeah. So the lawyer doesn't, so this is how arguments come down. Right. And this is yes. how we get what people call, well, that's fake news or that isn't real or that is this, is that what happens? Because is, we have to name it, Brian. We'll, we'll, we have to name a thing that's out there. Why do we tear down a statue, Brian? Because it's a thing. So fake news is a thing. I can show you fake news. This is fake news. So this is what we hate and we have to go against it. Well, right, right. And, and the idea too is that all someone has to do is create that reasonable doubt right so so as yes. long as even if i'm even greg you're armed with all the facts due to the other stuff that we're working with specifically we were talking about with masks and covid stuff sure but, but you're you're armed with hey this is why that was put in you didn't say whether you liked it you didn't say whether you it should whether you should do because it because i don't have an opinion just exactly. said, yeah right you said hey this is where that came from and then yes. that person just had enough doubt someone had created enough doubt to go yep. Well, no, because of whatever. And and that's the big issue. And I like the lawyer versus scientist argument or analogy because that's exactly how some of these uh, things occur. Can I ask you a quick question? When you went through basic training, did you hear or are you familiar with the term called the barracks lawyer? Oh, yeah. I was one so, for a while. So, okay. That's great. I, I so don't constantly happen, dole out legal advice that I have absolutely I, no authority or training or... or exactly. <laughs> no certification whatsoever. <laughs> so, here we are in basic training, and it's called... Uh, where I took my basic training was a place they said crossing the river. So, here you're still partly civilian, but once you cross that river, dude, you're in the military, Right. And so we just get across and they're doing the bunk thing and we got to, you know, hurry because it's the haircut thing. And then you issue yeah, the bed. Yeah. watch stripes, folks. It's exactly like the beginning of stripes. And I'm a lot like John Candy at the beginning. So the idea is that this guy comes up to me and they're having this discussion. He goes, you know what I heard? The barracks lawyers always oh, got yeah. that look, right? And he goes, you know what I heard? They can't touch you. They can't swear. And they can't say nothing about your mother. And the guy goes, yeah, it's a law. And I go, it's a law because I'm having fun now. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, they can't say nothing about your mother. 15 minutes from them, I heard swear words that yeah. I didn't even know. I wrote them down yeah. on my hand because I no wanted to look them existed. up later yeah. in my face. And my mom might as well have been a streetwalker because it was just, and they can't touch you. No, but they can beat your ass and throw you down and kick you. So the idea of the barracks lawyer is the barracks lawyer is wonderful. They have confirmation bias and they say whatever they want to do. The danger is that somebody walks away from that conversation that doesn't go into the reality and goes to the water cooler. And somebody goes, hey, what was that about? Oh, that guy just said they can't touch. And you know they can't. It's a law. And that goes out and that goes out. And then after a while, all these little barnacles hook on that fake news. And somebody says, well, it's real. I've heard that. I heard that before. Just because you flip and heard something doesn't make it true. And okay. the idea is there's no, look, we're fragile. We have fragile ecosystems. My religion's important to me. My family's important to me. What I learned when I was growing up is important to me. And therefore, anything that challenges the fabric of me, which is the most important person in the uniform, uh, universe, if you uh, uh, challenge that, I'm going to fight you. 
and and sometimes the only way I have to fight you is vote against you or or com- complain and hold up a, a sign or a banner or tear something down that's important to you just to show how disgusting I am. There's, uh, 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 do you ever hear the Hendrix song, uh, Excuse Me While I Kiss the Sky? Kiss the Sky. There's still people that say it's kiss the sky, <laughs> and, and they'll say you're a conspiracy theorist if you try to change it. Well, it was written that way only because Jimi Hendrix died, and they came in, and they didn't want to have homosexuality <laughs> with an upside-down left-handed it, well, uh, guitar player that was also black. The, Do you see how that the, starts, though? The, we could flat-earth the shit out of this, the Brian. Inf- the infamous they. Uh, they are always out there. And and so so this is, is kind of why I like, for the purposes of this discussion, is wrapping um, things uh, on, underneath the banner of, of context. Think about context, yep. right? I mean, we always say, obviously – the two greatest words in the English language are prove it. Right. But, yep. but let's, let's not now, but, not not now. you don't have to apparently, but, but, um, well, our threshold for what we'll, what we'll accept when we want to believe something, because you brought up confirmation bias, which is, you know, and flat earthers, which is a perfect example of, of, you know, Hey, I'm only, I'm going to have a very, very low threshold for evidence that supports my claim, but yes. something that goes against my claim. Oh, I need, I want overwhelm, I want overwhelming evidence, yep. which is, that's not enough. Yeah. It's just but, enough. but which is a double standard, uh, obviously, but you know, you, you brought up that a number of great spots, but then here, here's Thank the you. thing is how am I supposed to put this information into context, right? If everything on my Facebook okay. feed says, okay, well, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein, we know what he did because all these women came forward and testified and it's been proven. It's shown this, this, and this, and then, oh my God, so-and-so knew him and he knew him and they were on a plane together and they knew this they person over here. In that plane. Holy crap. Like exactly. uh, they're uh, part of a pedophile ring that's killing babies to take out some part of and their- Thank God the Clintons killed him in prison. Yeah. It, you know it, what I'm saying? But, but, but but why does it, how do I prevent myself from yeah. going down that rabbit hole and putting everything? Because, because, because if you look at it in general, like some people will, will research something that, okay, this is what I want. And, and we'll put in a diligent effort looking for information. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, but the problem is if, if I'm looking for information, uh, I'll find it. Meaning if I want to know, uh, a, a certain opinion, well, all I have to do is Google it and I'll find plenty of supporting evidence. I rarely yep. go back and do the opposite of what, well, what is, what is the criticism here? So how do I put these things into context? If I'm going through, I'm hearing it on, on the news. How do I know what is this reporter trying to sensationalize or or put it in a certain way or are they just trying to uh, uh, report what they're experiencing and what they call the facts how do i know if this my friend that posted this thing with links to all these articles on everything that connects all these random dots like how do i know what's what's real and what isn't you know you get what what do i use and it's a great question you framed it perfectly i think we're gonna get there i think we have to do a couple more conversations before we're there today now uh uh and I want to street it again. So let's talk about your ego for a second and how your ego processes information. Have you ever been, and this is for the listeners, the, the viewers, and for you, Brian, have you ever been in a situation, and, and I remember William Atkinson's wonderful comment when he was walking across the uh, an, an area and he tripped and almost face planted and, and again went back to the stripes moment, have that removed. Have that removed. <laughs> okay. Have you ever almost fallen, whether you were absolutely alone or in a crowd what's the protocol for anybody that's been in that situation afterwards they always look back to see what it is straighten themselves up why because they're embarrassed yep. because we have this mental image of who we are 
that we have locomotion, that we understand gravity. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That we're some higher being and we're really hugely important to the leaves and the changing of the seasons and the spinning of the earth, much more important than we are. And so we're so effing egotistical, Brian, that when we do that trip, we have to explain it. And then if somebody's around, even if we've never met him before, we'll go over and explain to him, hey, did you see that? I almost fell. Yeah, yeah, we get it, ass bag. The idea, Brian, is that it's it's part of how human nature processes information. And simply focusing on the evidence or the data isn't enough to say, uh, change somebody's mind nowadays or to get them on board with you. Because what they want to do is they want to fire facts back at you. So if you say, well, listen, this was handled in you know, the case of so-and-so versus so-and-so. They want to be able to come back and say, yeah, but our side said this. Okay, so politicians specifically, but everybody has tuned into this, and it probably about 12 years, 15 years ago, by my estimation, where it started happening. And political people started saying, hey, wait a minute, advertisers have got this going on. Uh, you can advertise for weight loss or for testosterone gain or for any of this stuff Whatever, yeah. right there in front of you. It says there we're making no claims, no medical. It hasn't been tested. It's in writing now. Yeah. What legal system could have said, yeah, that's okay. Put a disclaimer at the bottom saying nothing we say is true. Brian, it's a trillion or a quadrillion dollar a year industry. Why? Because we want to believe, Brian. That's right. the key. We want to believe our side is right. And that's such a fragile system that we will go to great lengths to endorse something, even if it's blatantly wrong, even if we can see that something's wrong with it, because our side says it's so. And that can happen at church. That can happen at the dinner table. That can happen when you're dating somebody. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And it's certainly right now happening with political affiliations. So political affiliations, they understand buzzwords. They understand advertising. Uh, uh, and doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, Brian, because I've yeah. uh, been to the Rayburn building, seen both the, the inaction yeah. behind the scenes. What they do now is now they create sound bites that they know are going to be winning strategies, well, even if they're hollow. Okay. Because and, people will buy that product, Brian. Right. And that gets into other things. Like if you keep saying something enough times, enough times, eventually. Yeah, the Germans use that, yeah, uh, by it, the way. It didn't yeah, no, it, it didn't. And if you keep saying that stuff over and over, eventually everyone believes it or it becomes exactly so true. Right. And and that's that's very clear on both sides of the aisle in politics. Now, you see that but, all but the time. it wasn't 25 years ago. Well, Brian, with, I, it, it, it molded you're right and you, because of instant media. Yes. Of, and then you'd like right? you, you nail it. You said, well, about 12, 15 years ago. And I go, yeah, that's when this stuff kind of really started to go as we started yep. to be able to communicate more and with, with information. Yes, and right now. And that's the thing is now the louder that noise is right if all of my friends are going on oh shit it's got to something's got to be like because yes. well greg sent it to me i mean and all these gotta, people are following be, it it has greater it's weight true right and and, and that's that's the issue so you know and and we all do this and and i, I so exactly. for anyone listening i'm not like oh bashing on everyone like i'm bashing on all humans including myself right we all fall into that and and i think that's become a major major issue now, right? We don't know what to believe or who to believe. And and if you look back, you can look at how disinformation campaigns work and information operations and how even intelligence services in the US and abroad have done this stuff and really perfected it. Even really back, you, you, you know, how you get people to go along and believe with stuff and go, wow, this is a, this has a high level of organization in some of this stuff. But yep. It, it's not it, accidental it, and it's it, tied. It, but the problem is then what, what everyone will do is go, Oh, well that's a conspiracy by the Republicans or the Democrats. And, 
and where I'm going, well, no, it, it's not some big, well-organized thing. Someone had some well-organized plan here, but it was usually likely to either give them some sort of advantage, whether that was, you know, monetarily or politically or whatever, they were trying to get clout or power or whatever in some way. Exactly. It doesn't mean that everyone else connected to that or who liked it or shared it was part of that. It meant that they constructed this. You, you kind of see what I'm getting at with this. It's, I, it's, you're not, spot on. You're, it, it, it's, it's Brian, uh, Brian, the insistence of a human being that facts are relevant to their case has nothing to do with the facts of the case if you don't uh, 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 put it in context for the argument. You said that. I, I think I've alluded to that. And, and I'll give you a perfect example. News media now, and, and trust me, I don't know what day it's going on, but it's months that I have watched the uh, since I've watched a news broadcast because I'm I just got tired of it. I had to walk away, uh, but I still get news the funny old fashioned way. I look things up and cite sources. Yeah, so there was this thing that was happening a couple of months ago about 360 degree news, and all the Denver stations went to it. We're going to tackle this problem with 360 degree coverage. Okay, so just by mere happenstance. If you're talking about terrorism or pedophiles, are you telling me that you're going to get the perspective of the terrorist? Are you going to go to the pedophile and he's going to go, Johnny bent over and he was the cutest kid on that softball field uh, uh, under 13? No, that's ridiculous. But nowadays, it's, wait a minute, this person has an opinion. Listen, the entire electoral process was to give one person the vote for that tribe or team or company. So not everybody could speak because we weren't getting anywhere. So we nominate a person to be the talker in that group. And that talker goes and, and, and has an agenda, our yeah. agenda. And, yeah. and, and we've gone away from that. And, and I, I want to liken it to something that not all our, some of your viewers are like, like they're surprised by something we bring up. Yeah. Listen, take a look at pornography. And, 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 and what I want you to do is balance puritanical views on pornography. There was a time where anything goes and pornography was used in articles and mailing and advertising and all this other stuff. Then there was a pendulous swing and they said, well, not only can we not show nudity in any form, we'll go back to the Louvre and paint over parts of nude bodies. We'll go to statues and chisel off the penises of the male statues. Brian, this is facts and evidence. And, and now we'll cover our entire body with six garments and 29 snaps and buttons and right. only show the wrist. All you got to do when, when somebody tells me now in these uncertain times, I punch them as hard as I can. Yeah. I donkey punch them as hard as I can, Brian, because it's ridiculous. These times are no worse than anything else. The Spanish flu killed a third of the people on the face of the planet. You want to take a look at problems, look at our history, but guess what we're doing? We're following right in line with history instead of, uh, uh chipping off the penis of a statue, we're taking down the statue of a Confederate general. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Yes. Okay, so what? So what's your message? Give me your message. Vote for a law. Endorse the Constitution. Support well, a position. But don't just go around and go, yeah, that too, well, because that leads to book burning and that leads to killing well, people. Well, no, no, no. And that's, that's the what is your message is what yes. we go with the, the, the so what, right? And, and I mean that in a number of ways because I just had a discussion with someone, same thing, that we're going down this rabbit hole of the conspiracy theories, all kinds of different stuff, and this person, that. And I'm like, what? So what? What do you get? Well, shouldn't this? I'm like, what, what do you want 
to have, like, let's say, let's assume all of this information to be true. What are you trying to get out of this? What do you want? Because I What's said, the you, end state, buddy. You, you know, got you know, it. What, it, what are you, because, because it's like these hot button things come up and just blow up over social media. It's like right now, everyone's a pedophile. Everyone's a racist. Um, Greg, the last thing people were posting and sharing around is that hundreds of thousands of children are kidnapped and sold into slavery every in the United States every year. Yep. Until That's where I, those kids on the playground well, went. Well, until I brought oh, up the what F- an impact F- that would have. Come on. But but until I brought up the FBI uniform crime reports that well the last year was 2018 and and in terms of uh, someone kidnapping a child that they had no connection to and no one knew of you know there was rather no than one a known, parental kidnapping uh, yeah there was a there was about 300 of them and that's a little bit off than 400 thousand Ryan did we not see the same thing when people were saying cops were being killed wholesale slaughter on the streets yeah well before there was any fact-based data to, to add up to it. And nobody looked at Leoka, law enforcement officer, is uh, killed in a line of duty. Nobody looked at those stats. What do we agree on? The one thing you and I agree on with the FBI is there's some stats dogs, man. Oh, yeah. They They're, got their shit together. They, they, when it comes to data and research, that is what they do. That, so well, that's the whole purpose of what they were started theory. for, actually. You're you know? exactly right. You're so. exactly right. Why is a conspiracy theory so juicy? Why, why is salacious information... Uh, uh, make it uh, 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 like a cheeseburger that a ream that you got to go after. Yeah, you gave it the the X Files explanation. You know, yes. speaking of FBI agent uh, uh, Mulder, right? Yeah. Uh, who said yeah. you know people want to believe. Silly. That's he, it. He, but but people want to believe. That but was his whole thing. What do you want to like, believe? You don't want to believe. Like, listen, I'm not going to get into religion, but religion's a great example to research because people want to believe. Right. They're, and, and I'll tell you, Brian, we're at a different age bracket now. I'm getting old. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey is, is me now in the shower. Uh, <laughs> so when when I take a look at my mortality and yeah. I start thinking about it, I think things that I never thought before. What's my legacy? What am I going to do? What? So at yeah. different stages of people's lives, we embrace different things because they give us what we need. When somebody's sick, we want somebody to come in and heal them. And if the doctor says it's impossible, then we need somebody above a doctor. And if there isn't somebody there, Brian, we create that position because it fits our it feeds the beast. It fits the logic of our argument. Leonard Nimoy used to host a, a TV show called In Search Of. And, you know, Spock, Leonard Nimoy with his deep voice. Every time they proposed something that was horseshit, it ended in a question. The Nazca lines, when you look down, it looks like a spider. Could this Could have it been a be? message yeah. from the... Whenever they say that, that's when you go, horseshit, call it, right? Could, could, could it be? Might, could be. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Okay. The idea is science sets us apart from that. Now, am I attacking anybody's belief system? No, baby. No, I, Believe stuff. As long as your stuff is legal, moral, and ethical, and you're doing it in your own house and not trying to sell it to my kid on the playground, I think we're good. But the idea is that you can't go back and rewrite history and, and clean up all of these, these things that happen because they were the things that formed the rich tapestry that we have now. So if you go to whatever memorial and you chisel off to all the faces. Why is it different than chiseling off the penises? If you go and you you put the teeth on the Mona Lisa because we want to see what that bitch was smiling about, you've ruined everything that happened before that. And I know I'm speaking metaphorically, and I'm trying right. to get a rise out of the audience, but what is the end game, Brian? What will we gain from, well, from disavowing or, or, or hiding that history? 
Well, right, right. And, and that's why I always say, look, you, you have to put things into context and whether that's what someone says or does or a time period, like you, you don't get to look, we don't get to look back on right. everything and go. But context oh. is not perspective. Stop for just a second there and right. acknowledge that context and perspective are two completely different things. So if I look at it, the perspective of a person that was persecuted, I might come up with a different answer, Brian. So I can't do that. I cannot use confirmation bias. What I have to use is the context and I have to look at it opaquely. I have to look at it uh, from 30,000 foot view and go, oh, I understand. Even though it's wrong looking at it now, that bloodletting with leeches was a way yeah. that the medical profession, you get what I'm trying to say? So we can't go back and take all those scalpels out of the gosh damn, uh, uh, you know, Lister's uh, book of notes and burn them. We have to acknowledge that that's what led us to this. We made mistakes. We uh, imprisoned the wrong people. We persecuted yeah. uh, 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 people based on their color or their religion, and we we killed, we interred Japanese people yeah. because we didn't want that to go sideways in World War II. Lessons learned, Brian. Lessons learned, and that scar tissue made us harder, faster, stronger, and smarter. We well, have to embrace it. Well, that's that's the thing is that you know I don't think we do a good job of uh, of the takeaways are, are often lost. The so what of I the think message right. is, is often lost, right? Because then we get into, well, this was done for this and for this reason and that, and you go, all right, but what, what's, what, what do we want? Like, what's the, so what, how should this look going forward? That's and, when and we what, heard. But that's when we go down right. into the, we play instead of the, what do we want to do? What's our message? How do we change this? We go into the blame game. Oh, well, it's because of so-and-so. And then if we just, if, if that, if, Worsen wasn't there, you know, hey, then it wouldn't happen. Or, you know what? It, it's because of the, it's like, wait a minute, this is our collective fault. It's our fault. It's all of our, our responsibility. Fault. And we're all of us. This is, again, one of the few things we're all in together, Brian. You know, I hate that term. Whether, I mean, well, know, no, no, we, whether we like but it or this not. Is one of the, the this thing. is one of the few times, anytime that you hear widespread to begin a sentence, <laughs> yeah. anytime okay. you hear systemic, institutional, yeah. whenever you start hearing those words, I say, take a step back and be skeptical. The framers of the Constitution didn't sit around and go, this is for the betterment of everybody in America, except that gosh damn asshole at 446 Sage Drive. Yeah. Write hidden stuff into all real estate code that'll last for 285 years, Brian. And when they look back, they won't even know it because it's so hidden. Listen, it's okay to think that you got the shitty end of the stick. Many yeah. of us have in our lives. Yeah. Every, well, everyone does at some point in their life. Precisely. But there's precedent, precedent in how things were handled. And there's the high road. And I'm just saying, you take the high road, you back science, you vote for those people that, that share your opinion, but they share it for the right reasons, because it's in the betterment. It's in the better interest of all humanity and all society and our planet. I don't give a damn whether I uh, uh, believe in global warming. I know that lowering our carbon footprint is better for the environment. Do you see what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, no, I, I can it, live it with facts. Yes. And if, they, if they, they, they're in the face of what I truly believe, then I have to reassess my belief system. Well, that, that's, that's the hardest thing to do. Uh, that is a hard thing to do, right? It goes back to our, our fragile ecosystem, as we Absolutely. describe it as. Is It is hard for people. It's harder than we think to question our own beliefs and question... Yes 
what we were taught or what, how we view things. Cause that's what, you know, we constantly try to do. And, and I know a lot of that gets into it's a fundamental basics for who we are. It's the underpinnings of our personality, you, you know, of our, our emblem. That's why we create shields and flags and totems is because we want to go look at us, you bastards, look how different we are. And now we want to be inclusive. Yeah. We want to be inclusive and everybody should be the same. And we are the same, but we say it's okay to cut out your own little tribe. It's not. By the way, whatever that is that just flew by it was as big as the hummingbird, was scaring it? the crap out of me. Yeah, you'll see it on the on the review again. Yeah, it'll be coming around <laughs> your side of the wall in a minute. But Brian, you can't have it both ways. You can't have inclusivity and then call people out for being different. You can't say that every difference yeah. matters, but this difference is more important than the other. And we're just in a wonky period of science or uh, the absence of science right now, where where flat Earth thinking. And, and, and I, I don't want to call it that. Let's call it, uh, what shall we call it, Brian? Uh, lesser enlightened. Now people are, no, cause I, I think, I, I think this, because to go to that is that this stuff affects everyone, right? Yeah. I don't want to be a coming. hypocrite cause I'm as guilty as you are. No, no. And that, 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 but that's what I'm saying is that, you know, we, we've had some discussions about what you kind of described as denialism and stuff. And, yep. and it affects a lot. It affects really, really, really smart, brilliant people and really, you know, dumb people. I mean, yeah, no, no, it it, meaning it, 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 covers it, gives, the it gives ammunition for the full spectrum of arguments, but, doesn't it? Yeah. But, it, but, but that's the idea is then it's, it's very difficult because now there's uh, people want to, you know, deny some scientific claims, but then want to call other things. Embrace well, others. Or, yeah. yeah. Or, or say, well, look at the science on this. This is, and, and the biggest thing is what, you know, a lot of folks don't understand if one, if you've ever been involved in a scientific study before and research and how it's conducted and what it's yes. meant for, and you yes. need, you need a lot of evidence to go, yes, this is a theory that can be substantiated and we can go with, cause it can be proven in multiple domains and all the, but w- what I'm getting at is like, you know, there was a while where, what was it called? The, the head uh, phrenology where they yep. would, they you had read the scientists bumps on the head. read the bumps on your head, thought that correlated. Sean, Sean Clemens used to call me the assistant phrenologist because I put bumps on people's heads. <laughs> he honestly did. And people would go, what does that mean? And Sean would go, you're about to see that. You're, yeah. you're getting them angry. You're going to see it in a minute. That's hilarious. But but Seriously. that's the thing is like for a while, people latch on to that. And then when they find out like, hey, this is a complete BS and everyone went, oh, uh, oh. all right. So, so here, let, let's so, tie this to something. Brian, have you ever seen a news article in your life? And I want you to give me 10, 1,000 times, 400 times. Have you ever seen an article about the 106-year-old woman? And you know what? She's going to tell you how to live. I ate a gallon of, of yeah. uh, suet and fat back <laughs> and smoked cigars yeah. and had affected sex for 70 years. I'm like, why? Because we want to believe that just having the, the stair stepper in the basement just having the elliptical in the basement that's holding my laundry is going to make me thinner. We want to believe that I can put a drop on my tongue. Brian, we want to believe that the greater arsenal and gun safe that I build in my garage, that, that I'm going to be protected against these things. I want to throw uh, mm-hmm. uh, holy water at them, and I want to hold a totem uh, of, a, of a cross at them or, or, or whatever Buddha, Vishnu, I don't care. Uh, but the idea is, Brian, we have to deal with this and, and we're dealing with it poorly because what we're doing is we're having an argument that's burning down cities in America and, and, and there's arguments nationwide. But this one uh, bothers me because we live in the United States. We're having an argument over how many cups of coffee are good for you or bad for you. 
and not all the facts are in. Do you yeah. see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And somebody's going, oh, you can't discount it to that. This is about people. I'm a person too. And we're supposed to be exactly the same. And if you look at us at the DNA level, we are genetically We are. We are. So yeah. stop looking at the skin and saying the skin, is, and you're saying, yeah, but some people had it bad. Hey, if you're telling me a black person had it bad, I'll tell you a Vietnamese that had it worse, or I'll tell you this or that. Yeah, we got to stop classifying we, it's, people. Well, it's an over by melanin. It's it's, it's oversimplification. I call it. It is. It I is. Call it in, I call it intellectual laziness. I mean, like well, you're you're exactly right. It's 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 too. It's very easy to write someone off. It's very easy to go. Oh, yes. they're just that. Or oh, I'm just. It's your and it's happening much earlier than it needs to. Yes, well, it, yes. And stereotyping is generally correct in a scientific term, or it wouldn't be called stereotyping. Do you right. see what I mean? Now it can be bad because we don't want to use that as a gating mechanism. We want to treat the individual as a unique little snowflake that they are. And and now somebody right now is going to go, hey, use snowflake instead of uh, chocolate drop. Yeah, I didn't mean <laughs> anything by it. There's nothing institutional. There's nothing <laughs> no. systemic. There's nothing no. hidden. It's just me talking. But if you're going to go to that level of granularity, Brian, everybody's guilty. Right. Everybody's but, a pedophile. And then, and then, everybody's and that's, involved. That's, that's my point is that right now yeah. uh, everyone's a pedophile and everyone's a racist. It's or 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 there's something else here. But but meaning, you know, it, it's very easy for us to do that to people. And and but the, the whole thing is, why, why do we have to do that? Meaning. Why is it so difficult for me to try and fully understand something? I just immediately latch on to whatever new thing is out there and coming up. And, and this is because I don't want to be a sheep. Well, I, I, I want to consider myself hanging with the wolves, Brian. I want to consider myself being the ram or the you that gets the most attention in the flock. I want somebody to come by and flock me once in a while, if you know what I'm saying. So these primitive uh, uh, needs of human beings result uh, in us having to develop an identity in the crowd. And when we feel that our identity hasn't been established enough, then we fight. And guess what? A person selling a car is going to pander to me because they still got to sell that car. So whatever's nuanced, like for example, uh, for the next week, it's hate week against anybody that's got just one earring. If you got one earring, uh, take a two pound sledge and chase them down. If you let that go on long enough, advertisers would come up and say, new from Ronco, the disposable third yeah, earring or whatever. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So, so don't judge your future or the future of the United States on advertising. Don't judge it on Wall Street. Brian, what's Wall Street based on? The long game. Yeah, Wall Street's yeah. not based on what happened yesterday or the last 10 years. Do you understand? Yeah. So if you're doing that and you say because of that, okay, we're not going to take an inoculation. We're not going to get a vaccine. We're not going to wear a mask. That's what we're doing here. We're, we're using non-science to make my conscience feel better. And for you out there that ain't catching on, that's your conscience. And your conscience what, what's rubbing you the wrong way, and that's why you're objecting to something. You're objecting it because you're selfish. All humans are selfish, Brian. But if we were more educated and we sat down and we used empathy, in other words, putting yourself in the other person's shoes and seeing the world through their eyes, we'd get along a lot better. We well, got to give ourselves the gift of time take, to distance on this. Point. Take, taking, you know, everyone says that, but taking another person's perspective is incredibly difficult for, for all, for most, most humans to do for all of us to do. It's, it's really, really difficult. Um, and when you, when you do that, you know, you really get, when you've had to actually had experiences, you know, where you do that, you know, I, I always use the one where like, you know, especially, you know, fight fighting in Iraq. Right. And you're going, yep all right, we're fighting an insurgency. And then you had to sit there and go, 
well, what if Iraq had invaded and taken over the United States and I was out here with my buddies? What would I be doing? Oh, I'd be every day go, how many am I going to kill yep. today? Like how many, I'm yep. going to go get some guns some bombs. Like, water let's supply. Yeah, exactly. like, let's do this. So it's like, oh, okay. What does that look like? You know, this is a very complicated situation here. It's, it's not, it's not good versus evil us versus them. It's, it's man, if the circumstances were different, guess where I'd be, I'd be right over. So what if you were in the Western United States and you knew that there was a place a little bit North of you that had better education or had better schools, but there was a wall between you and it, would you be willing to try to climb over that wall and maybe make a fake ID? Brian, that argument is of empathy, understanding that, that listen, there are people out there that look, there's people out there with nefarious intent. They're called criminals and terrorists and they only care about themselves and they'll kill you and rape you and cut your throat. Not everybody's like that. It's yeah, that's fact, actually it's a very small amount. Significant, yeah. insignificant number of people that want to do that. But what are all laws written for? Laws aren't written for general people. Laws are written to keep those people away from the rest of us. And right back to that flock mentality. We sometimes, uh, and you said it really well the other day, about, uh, and you said it again today, but people don't understand what you mean sometimes when you say sometimes the loudest signal gets answered. That doesn't just mean the loudest yeller. Uh, usually the person that's yelling the loudest is the pe- person that has no information. You get what I'm saying? Right. And they want to s- remain relevant. But what you meant is signal uh, 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 to noise ratio. And, and what's happening is because we're addressing these ridiculous arguments, Brian, because we're going out and, and going down and splitting hairs, we're not getting to the core issues. And the core issues are we are all genetically the same. We are all in this argument, in this together. And if we don't pull together, we're going to see the, the, the damage that we can't unring. We can't unring. So, so yeah, and that the signal to noise one is always a good one because that's just you know, it's more of like a data kind of term, but that's anytime you have a sensor or something, right? It's got a, a signal here and then there's all this noise. All the noise is what you see in your Facebook feed and on the news yep. and just all this noise just constantly coming at you and you got to go, well, where, which one of the, like, where, <laughs> what signal do I need to pay attention to? And sometimes the problem with those signals is they're, they're wildly inaccurate. And, and so instead of looking, you got to look for what's the most accurate right what's giving me the least amount of false positives and false negatives what's the what's what's that sensor that i need to vector in on but perfect it's it's, it's very difficult to do and and the other thing is i because i don't know like how do i ha- how do i put any of this stuff into context like, so I mean, let, let me give you an example yeah. because that's a perfect question brian you have undoubtedly at your young age been exposed to the weather uh, especially now that you're homeless and living out in the weather. Yeah. Okay. So you understand when that box gets wet, it gets cold, it's, right? Yeah, it gets cold. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So, so, and smells even more like your urine. But the idea is that there's a thing called weather predicting. And with all the incredible tools that we yeah. have, I want you to imagine that tsunami coming on shore, that cyclone or water. I, I live in Colorado, so we don't have an ocean, but you, you see those tornadic weather effects, and they have all these models for when it's going to hit landfall, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You see the, the high winds that are coming across or the Chinook, the snowstorm that's coming down, and they have prediction models. Brian, how is it that we in 2020, with all the science that we have and the understanding of the planet and satellites and all this other shit – that we can't determine whether it's going to rain or not on your flipping wedding day. That's what people have to understand. That's what life is about. The, the I keep talking about the rip t- rich tapestry of life, Brent. It's a different thing. We don't have it all down. 
we still make mistakes. Scientists and politicians make mistakes. And a hundred years from now, we're going to look back at something that we all believed in, and we're going to find out it was horseshit. And I only hope that those Jetsons in the future don't come back and burn down the museum because they didn't like what somebody said. Do you see what I'm trying to say? We have to create a balance. And the balance has to be, what do we need to propel ourselves forward while not uh, 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 discounting the lessons of our past, even the horrible, horrific lessons? Because that's where we learn the most. The harder we fall, that's the best lesson of all. If we only get pinched once and again, hey, uh, uh, my brother Jeff, coming up the steps of our house in east side of Detroit, had two glass milk bottles. And my dad told him not to carry the milk bottles individually, always put them in the metal tray because we had a milkman back in the day. Mm-hmm. And had a little paper tab that came on top. And Jeff held him like this. And when he fell forward going up the steps, he hit the ground this way and the bottle destroyed both of his hands. So if you ever see my brother Jeff, looks like he's got two catcher's mitts. He almost died from that, Brian. You know why? Because he didn't listen to something that that he knew was better. Now, look, there's so many things. Milk bottles aren't like that anymore and all this, but he had to do things his own way. And sometimes, Brian, when we're coloring outside the lines, we get spanked down. But I'll guarantee you this, Jeff never forgot that lesson. Jeff always understood from that point forward how to do it. Hey, don't carry that, that that way. Get two people on that ladder. Watch out when you're stepping over those things. And he's the most safety conscious. And what did he go into? He was a law enforcement paramedic. So so in Gross Point Woods, where, where, where he was, you were a copper and you did the medical stuff, right? So don't you dare tell me that that doesn't influence us later in life. I'm just saying, do that. Have a little bit of empathy. Give yourself the gift of time and distance. When you see something on TV, don't all, all of a sudden change the channel. I had to stop watching the news because the news kept picking the wrong side. And I don't mean from a, 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 a bias. I don't mean that I'm confirming my bias. I'm saying that they were always going down and saying, hey, sometimes you got to vote, like we say, with your feet. They were saying sometimes you got to burn down the cathedral. No, you don't. No, you don't. Violence I... is an immediate end, but it doesn't make it the correct ending. Well, it's, it's, it it influences things quicker than any other. The problem. Well, look, like we use that as all nations, civilizations have used violence in some way before. Right. So, so meaning when you go to war, you're using violence, but it's not, it's not for just, your agenda, of course. Well, yeah, but the, there, there's, there's some purpose behind it, regardless of what that purpose is. There's an intent and a purpose and a reason for it, meaning that that may later on be like, oh, that was a really bad or stupid or whatever. I don't, I don't care. I'm just saying. Exactly. Meaning it's not, it's not violence for the sake of violence. It's not protesting for the sake of protesting. It's not yelling on Facebook for the sake if it of is, yelling Brian, on Facebook. If it is, you really got to be suspect. If there are people, well, for example, that you could buy to increase your stake on. Uh, uh, social media. If yeah. there's people that would be professional protesters, let's say, if there was such a thing, that would be kind of a bad thing. You well, get what I'm trying to say? Well, that, that's what I'm saying. You're not, if you're not tying this action to something, then what what is it for? Are you just being an asshole? I mean, yeah. I mean, really? I mean, what what is your? Well, let's let's well, address that, that. I think you just came up with a great argument. There are certain people that will fight wearing a mask or fight you for not wearing a mask. Because they are assholes. Because this just happens to give them a voice. You got it. And that chip on my shoulder or that parrot on the other shoulder, however you roll, I'm all good with that. The idea is that you want to exert your wish and your will. Almost everybody wants their say. Almost nobody wants their way, Brian. But those special link of people, this is this is freedom to them. Uh, uh, there's some people headed to Portland just to get into that store, Oh, yeah, Brian. yeah. There's some and people that, that go to a bar just yeah. to fight. Yeah. No, no, no. Abs- absolutely. Got to address that. That's 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 a huge part of a lot of this. There's people who yeah. just want even are 
famous or popular or whatever that they just want to argue for the sake of arguing. They just want to yep. bring stuff up. Meaning if it, this could be whatever the issue is, they're going to take a strong side and they're going to do, they're just going to be peddling what they exactly. think and, and, and just for the sake of it. And why but there's and, a more, a low road too, Brian, there are Hollywood stars that need to get back in the limelight that have been out oh, for a yeah. while. That'll yeah. get a DUI. Gonna, okay. Yeah. And, and they'll get a DUI and do something stupid and all this other stuff. Why? To get the attention. And you're going, well, why would they shave their head and walk around drunk? Listen, attention, attending to them equals dollars, equals uh, uh, I can keep my kid on the payroll, equals whatever. So um, see, we don't like motive. We like intent. So stop thinking of motive and think what their intentions are behind us. Why would they want to act in a lawless fashion in a place where this didn't happen? Because we're going to have our say, no, nah, it's not necessarily true. Sometimes people have ulterior motives, Brian, and that's what we have to safeguard and against. So I would... I would say that and and tell me what you think of this, that understand, because we always talk about intent, right? That's what Mm. really, really matters. Intent, 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 right? I don't care if you're doing something for a religious reason, a political reason, a social reason. If you're breaking the law, you're going to attack, whatever. It's all about what your intent is because that, that now I know what is meant when you make a comment or whatever. It's all about what, what did you intend there? And I think that's a good way uh, of using that to put things into context, right? So, all right, you send me an article, Greg, and yep. go, all right, hey, it's about this, right? What is what is the point? What is the intent that this writer is trying to get across here? What is their message? What are they trying to tell me, right? Because when you approach it from that way, right, you start to see the article or information you're reading a little bit differently yeah, you with a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, it just, exactly. it's just, I think it's a, it's a filter, like you said, just to go, okay, well, are they, I, maybe some of the things they're saying in here are are very true and and verifiable, but does it really raise to what they're trying to sell me here? Right, because that's what part of it. Part of it is with any journalism or any article or any information. I don't care if it's your friend posting some crap on Facebook. It's yep. it it's um. There's there's an intent. You know, part of that is there's a monetary reason for that too. For a lot of it, yeah. So so don't ever forget that. What are they trying to exactly sell me? Right. What are you trying to get me to believe in? Because if I approach it from that way, because we try, right? We, we always suspect. try to do. We try to do what? You know, hey, human behavior pattern recognition analysis to help increase your advanced critical thinking. Never going to tell you what to think or what to look for. Nope. It's all here's how. Here's how yep. you process whatever conclusion you come to, but here's how. And and, we and here are reasonable conclusions and unreasonable. Here are likely conclusions and dangerous conclusions. And and that's the architecture between uh, behind HBPRNA. And it took me my entire life to build it. And Brian, I didn't learn it in a vacuum. I learned it on the shoulders of giants. And, and that's why sometimes people go, eh, how do you feel when you see these people out there uh, doing similar courses? Hey, they're trying. They're out there with 16-ounce gloves swinging to try to get where we already found uh, 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 the idea. The difference is people don't understand context or relevance sometimes. And right. they need to, they don't understand that perspective creates biases mm-hmm. because people are different. So you have to look objectively, not subjectively. And that comes down to a very simple switch, Brian. Uh, is it the most likely or, or the most dangerous? Is it reasonable or is it unreasonable? And you said it yourself, and it, it's a Gregism from a long time ago. We don't want to rush to an unreasonable conclusion. And to street that down further, we don't want to put a round peg into a square hole. So I'll give you a real quick example. Folks, if you're still listening, look up Escanaba, Michigan. Look up the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the bald eagle that destroyed the drone. Yeah, uh, Brian, would you agree it's one of the 
best written articles that you yeah, extremely detailed search it was little, the most like it was ballbrainingly uh, detailed little, 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 little come on. background though just for everyone is it was just an article i sent to to, to greg actually uh today or last night or whatever about this bald eagle up in upper peninsula michigan where my wife's originally from it had knocked down this drone that was out there yep. for uh mapping stuff or like a geological survey looking at it just going back and forth but this bald eagle knocked it out and it sank to the bottom of lake michigan yep. which which was actually in about four feet of water which is not the bottom of lake michigan lake michigan gets very deep but but uh, reading it afterwards after you know we sent it around and sean had some hilarious comments about it um yeah. you know you go through and you go this is actually a really really well written article and very detailed i was blown and it gets away. right to the point so yeah. so be suspect folks the reason i'm th- is throwing that out there and look it up because you'll laugh when you read the article is that you'll read a companion article that says eagle trained by Putin (laughs) tries to influence (laughs) drone movement. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So be skeptical. Or if you're reading an article about buying wool jacket inserts and in the middle of it, it says, remember back in 1827 when third good Marshall itched because of this thing. Listen, anytime somebody's working that hard to get you to tie these dots together, something's wrong. And anytime (laughs) that your article is surrounded completely by advertising, be suspect. Dig a little deeper, Brian. Take <laughs> well, a step back and well, find yeah. out what the information I think, is. On I think now. that would be more a a a Antifa trained bald eagle knocks out. You uh, get what I'm trying to say? That was proving uh, climate change does not exist or something like so, that. So, that's do you want to so... choose precedent, and do you want to choose the truth and and legal, moral, and ethical? Or do you want to choose? Well, it's it's it, and fake news. It's it's hard. It, and, it is I'm hard not, I'm, because I'm, one's much more entertaining than the truth, Brian. But every time that we're faced with something that scares us, we have to modify our reality to accept it or to deny it. That's the only choices we have. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Uh, denying it is ostrich head in the sand or going with somebody else's opinion. We can't face scary. It's hard to face but, scary. And sometimes, sometimes too, like one usually the truth is a lot more simpler and easily defined than these spectacular stories. But the other thing is sometimes yes. truth, truth is stranger than fiction. Sometimes, sometimes that's the whole, that's the whole thing is that like, look, like it's actually, some things can get pretty crazy. And uh, you know, a lot of this comes from, and I, I know you brought it up several times in a couple of different ways of that, of that confirmation bias is yep. so strong in all of us. Like we constantly look for just more facts that support what we already believe and want to believe. And we don't ever go down. We don't ever spend the same amount of time going down the rabbit hole of, well, what if, what if I'm wrong? What, what does the other side or what's the other perspective from this? Because when our brain perceives data, when we start to uh, uh, use metacognition, when we uh, are engaging all parts of our brain, again, some of the answers don't make sense. So what we have to do is engage in sense-making, and some of those create ripples, problems, and we have to engage in problem-solving, and those burn calories, and that, again, creates a Mobius loop that scares my brain. So instead of going through that fear loop, my brain will create it, and and that's why uh, uh, the closet monster, just leave a light on. The closet monster, just leave the door open. The closet monster, put a drawer under the bed. Do you understand what I'm saying? Those fears are so real that we have to create barriers and barricades in which to hide them, Brian. 
and and so sometimes the truth suffers because it's uh, uh, what did Gore call it an inconvenient truth? Well, I'll, I'll take the title, not the science, Gore. Uh, but my idea is that imagine how you could use what we've been talking about for an hour as a de-escalation strategy. First, engage empathy. Give yourself a little more distance than you would. And instead of immediately taking control, approach the situation by saying, hey, look, what's I on your mind? I understand what's on your heart? we're heated right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and when you say, I understand, and the person, I'll give you the, the Kevlar example. I, I met the guy that invented the, the Kevlar vest for cops, and he went around and he had this catalog case, and he pulled out a gun, put on his vest, and shot and himself it, in yeah. the chest. And we all shit ourselves in the audience. <laughs> yeah. And then he went up and he took out some newspapers he had under it and said, hey, I'm fine. I bought the vest, Brian. Yeah. I never, ever engaged in shooting <laughs> no, myself. So no. the idea is there's certain things that you look at it and you <laughs> go, gonna, okay, I'm going to believe. Yeah, I'll That's take their word for about. it. Your brain will compartmentalize information and avoid things that aren't fun. Now we're in a situation in America where things aren't fun. Don't look the other way. Get to the root cause of these situations. Take a look at what's going on. Is it really about what they're telling you it's about? Is it really about this widespread systemic uh, issues in certain uh, uh, things, or is somebody trying to sell you a car? Is is you see what I'm saying, Brian? Get it down to brass tacks, and I'll tell you what: uh, science and math uh, 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 rarely let you down. They're pretty well. Yeah, they time. they. But the problem is, is that they often require you to you know ask more questions. Or we haven't right, figured right, that out yet. Right. We're not really good at the research part, are we? No, you know? but but that's what I'm saying is that a lot right, of what, right. even what we teach, it's like, look, I, I can't tell you, hey, when A happens and B happens, you're going to do C. It's it's how do you ask the right questions, right? Let me ask you this. Here, here's another great point. You just hit the nail on the head. Folks, if you're listening, rewind and listen to what Brian's saying here. Okay. So Brian, we've been in this business a while and I've taught this everywhere. And people that take the training always come up, and you can be a, a, a testify to that. They always come up and go, where was this before I deployed? This is the greatest training. This should be uh, required for all that other stuff. Never once has anybody that's attended the course come up and said, man, you got to dumb this down. You got to Barney style it. You got to go lower. No. But any single time that somebody hears the pitch and hasn't been to the course, they come up to us and go, wow, yeah, man, that must too, be a uh, really hard concept. And yeah, you go, I don't think the these course? guys, I don't think the young guys are going to no. get it. Exactly. <laughs> it's horse shit. So, so what is that though, Brian? That's exactly that's our ecosystem. At the beginning, that's a guy at the beginning of the judo class or the Aikido class that comes up and tells the instructor, Hey, just so you know, I slept wrong and my shoulders got, they're setting themselves up for failure so they can bow out gracefully sensei and say, I don't want to be on the mat today. And that's horse shit. That's called denialism. I get what you're saying with that, but that, that is, uh, that is difficult for, for us to go, all right, well, we all want to go, well, Hey, this sounds really cool, but you know, I don't think the average person is going to really get this. It's not, Hey, let's dumb this down. Hey, why don't we explain it? And, and I think, and this is my personal opinion and I haven't done my, my due diligence on my own research on it, but, but is that that's part of the issues that we're having, right? Meaning of course we continue to dumb it down and dumb it down and dumb it down. Hey, just give them a simple message, right? You want to really, it's like, no, engage people and force them. Hey, look, these, these issues, you know, especially with politicians, like, I don't care what side of the album, they come up with these horrible little taglines and everyone repeats it. And it's, it's horse yep. crap. It's that issue. You want to touch the flame, but, but you want to get close. But, You're but, exactly but, right. But what they should be going, look, this is very difficult. Here's what we're doing. All right. And I can see, articulate, look, here's what I know. 
And here's why we're doing it this way. Now, some of this might change in the future. And I know that's confusing, but we're going with the best thing that we have right now. Yes. And that clear. And it's in all of our best. But, interests. but we You're can exactly all right. understand. Everyone understands that. Everyone knows that. Like, it, you know, everyone who has a, a you raise a kid, you do the best you can. You don't know everything that's going to happen. And, and there's lessons you can learn and things you do have to do. But like, you know, you, Dude, there's, there's going to be unknowns you get out back. there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, there's, so, so Speaking but, but of my people, children. people understand that. And I think that comes along with it is how we, how we communicate and how we articulate this stuff. And, and, and context, it's irrelevant. Yeah. That context signal to noise ratio I'll buy into. Meaning if, if I understand that these things are going to be hard and it's going to seem like it's uneven, but we have to even the load or the freighter is going to sink to the bottom of Lake Superior. You know, certain things like that we'll understand. You know, and we, we always talk about we all have a fragile ecosystem. We said, talked about it a lot, but, it, you know, it, when we get an emotional reaction to something, you have to think now there's nothing wrong, right? You have some emotional reaction to something. OK, just remember, I, I always put my friend Jess always says the best like, yeah, you know what? the greatest thing my parents did when I was young is they taught me that, Hey, sometimes your feelings can lie to you, you know, meaning like, you know, Hey, sometimes like you're, you, you don't deserve to feel that way. Right. You might be embarrassed or hurt or think that's wrong, but it's really not. Right. But, but the, the idea is if you're having an emotional reaction to some story or something you're seeing, Maybe someone intended for you to have that emotional reaction. And maybe you need to dig a little yeah, deep. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying is, Greg, how many scientific studies have you read where you had an emotional reaction to reading a data set? Not, Never not, once. Not too, not too many. And you know me. You, you know the way I read. It's very folks, clear. I got a bathroom book, yeah. I got a bedroom book, yeah. and I got a basement book. And each one of those books, one of those books at any one time has to be uh, about what we do. It has to be a scientific yeah. journal. It has to be American or, Medical yeah. Association. It has to be something to do with what we do. And guess what? It's all a series of plain facts. It's like reading, uh, 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 you know, a calculus book. Do you get what I'm trying to say? The idea is that it doesn't raise. It may raise. You may go, hmm, Brian. We've done that yeah, a bunch yeah, of times. That's weird. And sent those that's, things that's back and forth. I learned yeah. something there. But you're exactly right. And, and that's why Brian, uh, escapist, science fiction, fantasy, Disney. That's why they're in the world, Brian. And that's why confirmation bias exists. Confirmation bias was the caveman's version of Walt Disney because yeah. you weren't sure what you were getting into. Yeah, you, had, you had to rely had on information well, at hand that's, to get out of the cave and breed and hunt. And, and, and that's a good point because this is why it affects us. It's not like, oh, hey, like you're so much more susceptible to confirmation bias than me. Look at me. No, it's it's we had to for survival purposes. We had to have a very limited understanding and view of the yep. world to go threat no threat food exactly not the, food. the stakes you know, it, it, seemed so much yeah. higher then but the stakes were no higher back to spanish flu right not mm -hmm. spanish fly brian not not the <laughs> the fly fishing uh uh show so uh uh that was a horrid we're sorry <laughs> folks we'll try to edit that the idea though brian is, is that the investment uh we constantly think we're the only generation that's faced problem we constantly think that uh, you know only us we only are the ones we're the only ones to be able to get the answer we got to take a back uh, step back off the ego. We have to understand our little fragile Fabergé eggs we live in, and we have to get uncomfortable. And 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 Brian, some of that means being comfortable when it's uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, okay. and, and yeah, you, you that, said that uh, in so many different ways in our last shows. I, I think that's get, an important. Get comfortable being uncomfortable and questioning your beliefs. Sometimes, well, I know this. Questioning I, like, your beliefs. Yes, not yours. just your beliefs, but yeah. my beliefs too. I got to take a step back. And we're not saying that 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 uh, surgical masks are the antichrist. We're not. We're not selling anything. It's and just another thing for free. It's another thing that we have to encounter. It's another speed bump 
on that road. It's another pit stop on that racetrack. Yeah, it's a it's another thing that we can jump on or do whatever we have to and put, learn from and grow yeah, from if we and, want and to. And I, I I think that's a big picture way to to look at put all of this stuff into context, right? All right, it's another issue we have. Okay, well we have a global pandemic. Okay, well that's that's another thing we've dealt with before in the past. Let's put this into context of oh shit, we're pretty Slow lucky. Down. We're actually pretty lucky that it has a pretty yeah. low mortality rate. There's right? already a bat but, always but, a battle cruiser, Brian. But there, yeah, and and then okay, now we have some you know obviously because of it unemployment, economic issues. Okay, but 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 we we've, we've been a lot, we've been a lot worse off in the past, so let's learn from it and figure out what to do best now and put it into that historical context of where where we fit in of this, you know. You're exactly and right. I, I think that that helps in some way to go, what is the intent behind this message? How do I put this into some sort of context, right? Because without that context, anything can mean anything. And that's, that's un- right. When you start changing language or changing how you use science, you're just throwing out any sense of rules or framework or anything. And that's then, then anything works. And that's BS. That's, that's a really simple wor- world where you can just say, well, I believe what I believe and I'm always right. And, and every single person gets to say that and you go, well, no, it's, it's world used ha- to be like that. We, we, those well, people we, died. Yeah, they died. They, <laughs> they were killed. We're brutally murdered. Yeah. So, so we have, we have to use a, a, a framework and agree upon some language and terms and and especially you know we have laws we we have can i tell you a, a, yeah. a very brief example of what you just said so there's a city that's close to where i'm living at rogue manor west and i'm not talking about the the little city i'm talking about a smaller city city 36 miles away uh, where a lot of people with a lot of money have so their response to what's going on in the united states is is uh uh unique uh but ironic so uh, you can't afford to live there unless you make a tremendous amount of money. Yeah. So the question came up recently about the police officers that are working in that area. And one of the people that was a politician that's in the know, I don't want to get too close because yeah, I see yeah, yeah, folks you, every yeah. day, uh, said, well, how many of those law enforcement officers live in this town? <laughs> the answer was none of them. None. none of them can afford to live here. And yeah. then it was the, the uncom- uh, uncomfortable science. Before you walk across the street to tell me I'm wrong, before you paint another sign or wave your flag or a banner, because we all got one, we all got tats and and we all got our way to say it. How about sitting down on a bench for a minute and trying to see the world through my eyes, try to walk around in my sandals, try to, well, in my amazing 5X jacket. Crocs. How about about taking a look? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Open toed. But the idea is that empathy is the perfect psychological de-escalation tool yeah, mimicry uh, uh, works, but guess what? If mimicry isn't genuine and you're just doing it to get across the bow, you're going to come off creepy, and I'm going to f- see right through your your argument. So give the time and distance, slow it down, Brian. Those folks that that are the first to argue have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, no, and I, I think that's kind of a, a good area to kind of wrap it up on everything that we talked about with context and intent and confirmation bias and how that. How, how these situations can occur, you know, and, yep. and, and this is not a, uh, you know, I try never to, nothing is like, to me, it's, I don't blame the like, playing the blame game. It gets you nowhere. So if nope. you want to be part and of, things are going to get better. And if they're well, not going to get worse, if you want to be part of that, then you're not, you're not actually helping, right? You're just saying, Oh, it's that person's fault. It's like, no, okay, that's called jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. You, you, you it, know what I'm saying? You're saying, Hey, a it, lot of people really like this. Well, we better do that it, too. It, it doesn't, but it doesn't get us anywhere. Right. Nope. I mean, meaning going, well, what, what it's, what can you do personally? What can I it do? It floods right a net with noise, Brian. It you, gives us additional noise that we got to get 
sort through. So it comes down to like, what can I do personally? It's it, this is about me not being the group. All right. What, what, where do I fit in here? And like, you kind of summed it up. It's like, look, you have to approach things from that, you know, level of empathy and go, well, you know what? I don't know what's going on in that person's life, but if yep. they're yelling and screaming in public and they're a grown adult, obviously they're having a hard time dealing with the situation and yep. I'm not. So maybe I can help that person. So out. I can either be part of the solution yeah. or part of the problem. It's and that it, simple. You know, I, I think that's kind of a good area to, to, to wrap up uh, a context. I know we'll talk more about that. And we always I hope so. talk about I hope we get back on that. Facebook. I know. Brian apparently was put in Facebook jail. I, don't, I have no I don't idea what, what happened. happened. <laughs> it just wouldn't some, some error going to live stream. But uh, if you guys aren't following me yet on there, uh, thanks again to, to everyone who's been a few more of you been signing up at the Patreon site. Uh, we got other things in mind. So if you are signed up in there, you're part of the early crew. I would suggest other people do that too, because when we do have a bigger project going on, uh, those initial seats uh, and test people, we'll call you, we'll, we'll be from those folks who've been following along with us and, and, and corresponding. So we do appreciate that all of you have been doing that. We'll also be posting, um, uh, a lot of you have been asking about a reading list. We'll do an updated reading list. We have a bunch, but it's just there's a lot on there and there's long. So, so we have stuff that we recommend. So we'll probably put something together that, that we like to uh, dive into and they're cover a number of different topics, everything from all, all kinds of stuff from politics to just like the pods, uh, just like the webinars, to, it's, our it's, books it's all over learned. the place. It's so, so it's a good mix and you can find and pick and choose someone. So we appreciate everyone for tuning in. Thanks a lot. And don't forget that training changes behavior. Thanks for tuning in, folks. If you would like some more information about what we talked about today, you can head to the Left of Greg Patreon site where we've added some more information about what we discussed, as well as some examples of how you can practically apply some of the lessons learned. Please remember to tell your friends about the show and follow us on Facebook at HBPRA. Thanks again and be safe.